Hello and welcome to yet another Wannabe Entrepreneur, the podcast about what's really like to bootstrap a company. My name is Tiago, I am your host and I am as well an indie hacker. Now, let me tell you about something that uh, my friends and I have been doing for the past three weeks. We have started to participate in quizzes. Yes, those... Uh, Quizzes in bars where you basically go, you sign up, and there's a person asking you questions, and you get to try your best to answer them. We play in teams, and actually we have won already two times. Yeah. I also started to realize that my general knowledge is really bad. And we are a group, so the teams normally are of six people. And each person, like if you actually see the groups that really succeed, that do this for years, they're really good. Each person of the team has an individual role. And I kind of realized that I have no role. I mean, what do I know, really? Like, I don't know anything about, about geography, about politics. I know about tech, I guess, but actually there's not a lot of questions related to tech. So I started to actually study this. And I found this quiz online about flags. I want to become the guy that knows about flags. If you go online and search for a flag quiz, you'll find one. And uh, it's funny how like you can actually see patterns. Like If you go to Europe, you have a certain kind of pattern in the flags and the colors. If you go to Africa, there's other types of colors and drawings. And it's, it's fun how like everything is distributed. And I don't know, like, I was thinking, how cool would it be a series where there's a group of friends that everything is going wrong in their lives? I mean, they're not happy with their relationships, their their work, their weather, whatever. But then they started to go to these quizzes. So imagine that they would go every Sunday, they would go to a quiz. And suddenly that kind of becomes their life. And though imagine like a lot of dynamics around that as well, like people becoming experts in a specific thing and that friendship starts growing and growing and growing. And I don't know, I was I would imagine the sitcom just around this. Uh, what do you think? Shall I go for it? Netflix, if you want the rights, just shoot me a message at WB Tiago. Another thing that happened this past weekend was that I was sailing. Ah, Tiago, I didn't know you sail. Come on. Is it, is it, how come? I'm always talking about this. I am passionate about the sea. Yes, I love the ocean and the sea and to sail. I started sailing when I was, I don't know, like a teenager and I haven't stopped yet. I've been uh, doing a lot of sailing holidays. As you know, I've narrated some of them here in the podcast and every time I have a chance, I rent a boat and I go with my friends here in Portugal. However, first of all, boats are very expensive. And uh, even though I, I get a good deal, it's still quite expensive. So while I was trying to get a project up and running, uh, I I kind of cut down on these expenses. So I, it's been a long time. It's been a really long time since I last sailed. But yeah, we did this, and there's one funny thing about the ocean slash river. So here in Portugal, uh, or in Lisbon at least, uh, we have the Tejo River, and the Tejo River kind of meets the Atlantic Ocean in Lisbon. 
So there's really strong tides and really strong currents. If you are a sail sailman, a seaman, if you're a seaman, you'll know uh, what I'm talking about. The current can go can go to up five knots. Five knots is around, I think, a bit less than uh, ten kilometers per hour, but it's super strong. You know, imagine a river having the strength of eight kilometers per hour, like I don't know, something like that. It's super strong and um, it makes sailing quite hard. I know this, and before going out, I always check my the tides and everything. But the tides are really tight. <laughs> no, it's it's always hard to align your life with the tide. So normally, if the if it's low tide, so or if it's yeah, if it's getting to low tide, you want to go down the river. If it's high tide, you want to go up the river. I hope I'm not saying this wrong. Otherwise, you'll be going against the tide. So if a normal boat goes at around, if it's really windy, at five knots, and then you have a tide that is like four knots, you are going at one knot. So it's really, really slow. So what happened this time? I went with my friends, a lot of them, they don't have a lot of experience with sailing. It was really windy, really, really windy. And then we decided to return. We decided to return. And of course, the tide was completely against us. I could have waited for sure, but I don't know. I thought, okay, it's really windy, so we can just go fast. It's no problem. Well, I was wrong. I was wrong. And uh, the really frustrating thing about this is that you are sailing and, and it can be a bit uncomfortable with waves and everything, but you're just not moving. It can be really, really frustrating because it can be, let's say, one hour, two hours, and you're always seeing you're basically stuck it's like you are in a treadmill so for people that are not used to this they can get a bit nervous and to be fair i also get nervous as the captain of that boat everyone is kind of looking at me and i like this kind of responsibility but still makes me a little bit nervous so luckily i've done this many times and i know that there's no way out of it i mean it's nature Nature, we need to respect it, go along with it. it. It's really hard to control it. Humans try to do so, and we have very severe consequences. Anyways, I don't want to get too political here and talk, start talking about climate change. I just, I just want to say that, yeah, I mean, nature, as you know, can be brutal. So you just need to wait. As simple as that. So I just told everyone, hey, guys, we are in the boat now. Obviously, there's really strong tide against us. We are going we are actually sailing forwards but really really slow as you can see so i mean there's nothing else we can do we just have to wait so just chill out grab a beer sit down relax be patient and we eventually start going and the tide started to get weaker as it was changing and something that maybe could have taken us one hour took three hours but we got there, no one was armed, completely fine. Now, it's important to stay relaxed in, this, in these situations, and it's important to know how to wait, to be patient. Be patient is something that does not come natural to me, as you probably have seen here with, uh, with the indie hacking and other situations I've narrated to you in the past. Uh, 
I don't know if you remember when Joe and I was trying to find this new uh, provider for our API. I just wanted to go immediately with the first one. And Joao was the wise one and said, hey, let, let's wait and, and let's actually take the time to to find others and, and to make proper interviews and conversations with other companies. And that was a great decision. So something that I should have done. The same with anything in India hacking, really. Um, let's say SEO. If you want to build a passive way of bringing users to your website, it just takes time. You will write a lot of blog posts and maybe one will actually work. And even if it works, it might take three, four months. So what I've learned is that we just have to basically point our boat in the right direction and enjoy the ride. For SEO, if your goal is to get users to your website in a more passive way, SEO is probably the way to go. So just learn as much as you can, write as much as you can, but then just enjoy the ride because it will take time. That's something that I've been learning. I think it will make me a better indie hacker, a better person to know how to take my time and as well appreciate the journey. Now I am in a much different journey than when I first started talking with you in this podcast. When I first started, I was kind of learning how to sail. I, and at the same time in the middle of the storm, I didn't know how to get out of it. And it was also very exciting. I mean, there was a lot of high moments and low moments. It was a true roller coaster. And I spoke about that a lot. But now it's weird because there's not so much, it's not so much a roller coaster anymore. Everything is more stable, which is nice. It's very comfortable and allows me to focus on other things or other aspects of my life that I want to focus. It, it feels so good to actually be able to spend money without feeling that I'm doing something wrong. And I I spend a, like my lifestyle, the lifestyle I, I like to live is not a cheap lifestyle. I mean, I'm also not extravagant just doing, but you know, small things. I like to travel. I, I occasionally like to eat out. All of these things, they cost a lot of money. And especially in today's economy and with the inflation and everything, when you go out just for a burger or anything and you see that the bill is whatever here, like 20 euros, which is super expensive. Back in the days when I, I was working with the community, all I could think was, okay, this is two users. From my, I only have 60 paying users and it's in this, in this burger that's actually not so good. I just spent the money that I got from these two users this month. So that was very stressful. Now, that I have money, that I have an income, it's more chilled. I can do this kind of stuff and I, I don't feel as bad. So I'm really happy. And don't get me wrong, I'm really happy with my current situation. It's so exciting to try to grow PodSqueeze and try to see what we can do next. Uh, one thing that has been working uh, is the fact that now I, I'm giving much more trust to João and in this taking the complete role of branding and everything. And I don't know if it's if it was just a mind mindset shift for me, but it really worked. I'm much more relaxed about that. I, I don't care too much, uh, or those thoughts I had w went away, which is great. Yeah, but now my life is really close to a normal job, to be honest. 
I have my Trello board with a lot of tasks that Joe and I, every, once every two weeks, kind of sit down and align and try to prioritize. And I work, I code all day. That's basically it. <laughs> I like, I'm, I'm having a developer job. That's, that's it. And um, at the same time, this is cool. I like the stability. I like to, to see the money going up, which is amazing. But I'm starting to feel this itch for something new, you know, to, to build something new. And why is that? That's, that's also an interesting thing. Uh, is it really because I'm just an indie hacker and I, I like to build stuff? Or is it because life is boring? <laughs> life is just boring. And once everything is figured out, once you don't have this roller coaster, my brain starts craving for it. Could it be? I don't know. One thing that I've been trying to fix now, now that I can afford that, I'm trying to create a cool, interesting work-life balance and, and not work-life balance, a good working environment. That's something that I really liked when I worked at Trivago because I had a lot of my friends, they are still from, from Trivago. And it was fun to go to the office because we would go, we would play kicker, we would drink some beer, we would just cheat and hang out. That was really nice. Now I spend my days in my flat. And one thing that I tried to do was to implement the Wednesdays, the office Wednesdays, which is kind of going good. Um, this past weeks, I was able to get more and more people there, which was fun. And um, at the same time, it's hard to bring João along uh, because he's really the opposite. In that sense, we're like completely the opposite, which is, um, I think it's good as good things and bad things. And one great thing is the fact that, yeah, because we have different ways of thinking, I can focus on one part of the business and you can focus in other parts and they really complement each other. The bad things that, yeah, I cannot fix this work environment because we have different ways. Like for me, having a good working environment means having the possibility to go to a place where I can hang out with other folks and also talk and socialize. And for him, that is something that is, he doesn't want to do that. So how, can I fix that? That's kind of now my goal. And uh, I still like the idea of the Wednesdays, office Wednesdays. So I'll try to push that and, and continue to have people and to create this nice atmosphere. And I think it would be also really cool to get other indie hackers around me and, and, and build stuff together. I don't know. I have this kind of abstract dream. You know, I don't have a specific goal and maybe I should I should define it. But I have this utopian world where I work together with a lot of indie hackers. Everyone is working their own startups. But yeah, it's fun. And uh, we are all alike. And we, we speak a lot about projects. And, and we do stuff together. Uh, a mixture of creativity and business and tech and everything together. That, that's something that I would like to create. How can I create that? I don't know. <laughs> maybe I could just start by creating my own co-working space, but is it is it easy to make money out of this? I don't know. So, yeah, there's a lot of things that are going on. With the business, yeah, it kind of stagnated a little bit. Uh, the growth is not crazy anymore, even though it, it was a big change to introduce the annual plans because now we have more money coming in. 
and uh, that allows us maybe to do some hiring and and maybe grow the the post quiz further. Um, and I also like doing the coding, to be honest. It's, it's fun uh, coding a lot of new features. Actually, my friend Abhishek is here uh, this this past week. Uh, Stephanie was also here, so I had a few friends from Germany, and he was he's a developer as well, works at SoundCloud, and he was able to help me to reduce my costs for Google, <laughs> which is really cool. So. I, I've I've been starting to see that my costs for Google Drive have been like raising and raising every month, and it was not a priority until now because I had other costs that were more expensive. So the the API service we had, the GPT, everything was more expensive. But since now that's more under control, I was I started to see that okay, Google is getting more expensive. I need to tackle that, and immediately he looked at my code and I saw hey you are storing this inline image in every episode. And I was like, yeah, I am. Like, I didn't even know. So basically each image is nine capabytes, kilobytes, kilobytes, no, capabytes, kilobytes. Yeah, it's kilo. Actually, how is it? Anyways, it was a lot. So we quickly found a way to solve that. And now it's much more scalable and it costs less. It's so cool when you... You are the one, when or let's say it's so cool when you are able to find a fix like this that actually saves you money. It's not the company, it saves you because the company is you. So that was super, super cool. And yeah, I don't know. It's just a different kind. You know, it's like a, a relationship, right? In the beginning, everything is so exciting and everything is very new. And at some point... It's just uh, it's just love, <laughs> I guess, or it's just it's more comfortable, but there's less ups and downs. And I also I like that a lot. It's just that is is different. So it's just something that I need to get used to. That. And that's basically where we are at with Pod Squeeze. In the beginning, with my indie projects, ups and downs, very excitement, first users, first thousand bucks and everything. And now it gets more. To get excited, you know, of course, that when we reached uh, our first like 100k, that we got super excited. Now, maybe when we reach 10k MRR, we'll get super excited. If we ever reach 20k, we'll get even more excited. But we need more, like our brain needs more to get this excitement going. So, yeah, that's that's basically the state we are at at the moment. Nothing too much to say or interesting regarding the business. So, I will end this episode here. And wish you a rest of a great week. If you want to reach out to me, talk to me, you can do so on Twitter. WBTiago is my handle. If you want to support this podcast, if you want me to keep going, share it with your friends, with your indie friends, uh, share quotes, share the links, share whatever <laughs> you want in on Twitter and with your friends. And... If you want to do even more, you can join our community for Indie Hackers. And it costs $10 per month. It's a Slack-based community and you'll meet other makers. I'm always there and we have a lot of interesting things. Always helping each other. And you'll be also supporting this podcast. The links will be in the show notes. So make sure to check those out. And that's it. This was another Wannabe Entrepreneur. See you next time. <laughs>